Welcome to the Goshen News Sports Podcast. I'm sports editor Greg Keim, and with me is sports reporter Austin Huff. Austin, we're coming off a week where we watched a lot, a lot of high school boys basketball. <laughs> maybe maybe too much, but also no, not enough. There, also there not is enough. never anything. Yeah. There's never too much high school boys basketball, right, Sheila? Sheila, <laughs> Sheila says right. If you couldn't, the mic. Our, pick our that producer, up. our huge sports fan, says, "Nah, there's never too much of it." Hey, but, West Noble grad Sheila. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Chargers yeah. bowed out early in the sectional. That's okay. Right, uh, they did all right. So yes, but we did end up with two champions. Though we got Northridge in the four A section over at Northside Gym mm-hmm. in Elkhart, and Northwood won the three A title on their home floor and down in the Panther Pit in Napanee. Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, you were at Northridge the whole week, or over at Northside Gym the whole week with Northridge. Um, what were your maybe your, some of your takeaways from the Raiders' run there to another sectional title? If they can shoot from the outside, if they can hit three-pointers like they have been, they're going to be very hard to sideline in the tourney. Mm-hmm. And they, they showed that they can they can still do it. They can still win without the three-pointers because when they beat Warsaw Friday night in the semifinals, they only had one three-pointer at halftime, mm-hmm. and that was by their six-foot-six Post player Alex Stoffer. Memorial, right? Memorial was the semifinal game on Friday. Yes, you said I'm sorry. Warsaw. I just Warsaw to make sure, was the final. I didn't game. want anyone to be confused listening at home. Just yeah. wanted to make sure we were on the right. Right. But right, I knew what you. I knew what you meant. I just want to make sure listeners knew what you meant. Yeah. But they only had one three pointer in that first half. Mm-hmm. Then they came out in the third quarter and started hitting from outside and and slowly started pulling away and then mm-hmm. iced it at the end with free throws. Yeah. Yeah. They are. I've seen them obviously a couple times this season and they are a lot of fun to watch when they get going. It is a really fun team when they're hitting threes. It's kind of like what the modern NBA game has become, you know, mm-hmm. except Northridge also has a big guy that could throw the ball down to, you know, most NBA teams don't have a true big anymore where uh, Northridge has Stoffer down low and you can go to him and he could get you a, a post bucket, you know, if the three point shot isn't falling. Right. So but he's also capable of kicking the ball back out to those guys because right. he had the assists on the first two baskets in that mm-hmm. in the championship game Saturday mm-hmm. night against Warsaw. And I loved I loved the uh, lead of your story on Saturday night <laughs> how I, about him getting lost going to the locker well, room. I, he didn't get, really get lost. I don't think he just started for the wrong door when they went off the uh, floor to get their final pregame instructions from Coach Radiker. <laughs> and I love Coach Radiker's quote. He said the whole team is heading for one door and I. Alex is going towards the other door, and he's thinking, "Where's he going? The game's not over with yet." <laughs> hey, can we we gotta we gotta give credit, I think, to Scott Radker too for Definitely. the coaching job he has done both these years at Northridge. Last year they were, I believe, five and six at one point, and they rattled off twelve wins in a row, including sectional wins, and won a regional semifinal mm-hmm. game. Almost won the regional title. You were there, missed yeah. a shot at the buzzer by a. It's like a Gordon Hayward type shot yep, almost. Just bounced off the rim. Yeah. And this year they were five and five and they've won sixteen in a row to be twenty one and five. Yeah. Going into a, a, a matchup against uh Culver Military Academy with Trey Galloway and uh that superstar player. Uh did I say that right? You, you gave me a head nod. I, didn't I don't know. know. The coach is Mark Galloway. Yeah, Galloway. The coach, the player is going to Indiana. Okay. Yeah, the, for CMA. I'm not losing my mind, I think. I don't think I'm losing my mind. So, uh, yeah, it should be a really interesting matchup at, at, at Michigan City at 10 a.m. Should be. But, yeah. And like, like you mentioned, Northridge is winning streak. They've won 16 in a row. 
Culver Academy's won 15 in a row. They haven't lost since the first part of January. So Something's got to give. Something's got to give. It's going to be a good ball game. Yeah, man. that's going to be a fun matchup. And, uh, again, kudos to Radker. Kudos to that whole team. Most of the shooters, most of their top shooters are coming back next year. You know, Stoffer's a They'll senior. Stoffer. And, yeah. and Nep, but they've got Smith coming back. Both Stolfuses are coming back. So they, they could be dangerous again next year, even if it doesn't end you know, the way they want to this year. So they, yeah. they're still very much alive right now, like, obviously. Kind but. of a funny thing dawned on me on the way to work today. Camden Nepp is the only member of the starting five over there that's last name doesn't begin with an S. Because you got Stauffer, Smith, and two Stoltzfuses usually. <laughs> Trey Galloway. I wasn't wrong. I just looked it up. Trey Galloway okay. is going to IU, plays for CMA. He's their top player. I'm not losing my mind. Okay. All right. So, anyway, speaking yeah. of not losing, uh, well, yeah. So, they're... Uh, Culver Academy is 19-4, and four, and like I said, Northridge is 21-5, and five, so it should be a good game. should be a good game. The second game matches Valparaiso, 17-8, and eight, and Merrillville, 12-12. and 12. Hmm. But some of those region teams, you never know. They can have 12 losses and still be a very good team because those teams beat up on each other over there. Right. It's, it is a very, um, like you said, it, it's a, it, it could go either way, especially with those region teams. You see them. You right. saw it in 2A last year, Andrean. And Dran's record wasn't overly impressive. I think they had eight or nine losses, but they came from the region and beat Westview in the regional final in 2A and then won a state right. title. Right. So it is a, um, like you said, it, those region teams are a little maybe misleading at times with their record. Was, so. One of the things I was impressed with last week were some of the crowds at Northside Gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like they used to be back in the old days where, mm-hmm. you, where you'd pull up there and there'd be a line of people waiting to buy tickets, waiting to get into the gym. Mm-hmm. But there were some pretty good-sized crowds there, Yeah, which was nice to see. Speaking of um, potentially big crowds or gyms that have hosted big crowds, at least, that's where Northwood is going to one of them, the iconic Newcastle Fieldhouse right. this weekend. Uh, they will be going down there. Northwood beat Wawasee, West Noble in the sectional semifinal, and then Wawasee in the sectional final this past weekend uh, to win the sectional title. It's the sixth under head coach Aaron Wolf um, in his 13 years there at the, with the program. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be going down to Newcastle. Uh, home of the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. Home of the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, 10 a.m. game. They are playing number six, Norwell in the class. Norwell twenty-two and two this year. Northwood is eighteen and six. So a good good matchup on paper, at least record-wise. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about a? Um, I don't know if catch twenty-two is the right phrase, but on one hand, you're playing at Newcastle, right? Mm-hmm. One of the more iconic. It's the biggest gym, or was at least the biggest gym in the state. I think something. One of them just passed them. Uh, I was trying to find year. that online before yeah, the podcast, I, and I couldn't. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and but still, one of the three biggest gyms in the United States. Yeah, for high school basketball, um, and you get to play in that, which is a, 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 a incredible. But it's also two hours and fifty minutes away from Goshen Northwood. Yeah, they even said in their press release, like, plan to have three hours of travel. For if you're going to the game, so if you're like a Northwood fan or you know parent or whatever, chances are you're going to have to leave by 6:30 a.m. on Saturday morning if you want to get down to the game. If you leave Saturday, yeah. So I know I talked to Aaron Wolf, their coach, uh, on Monday, and he said their plan is to go down Friday. They're going to leave school early on Friday to go down and actually tour the Hall of Fame 
the high school basketball hall of fame. And then they're going to hold a practice in the gym to get used to it. So they're going to do a shoot around on like Friday night at Newcastle just to get used to the gym. And then they're staying at a hotel overnight. And so that way they don't have to get up and leave Northwood or leave Napanee at 6 a.m. on Saturday to get down for a game. That would be a long drive. Yeah. Uh, and play, turn around and play a game. Yeah, that would be really, yeah, that'd be brutal. So maybe they could stay at the Steve Alford All American Inn, which is maybe if, if it's still there. I remember it's, <laughs> it's not too far from Newcastle High School. I'll double, I'll double check for you if it's still there when I go down there on Saturday. Uh, I'm lucky enough that I'm going down Friday night as well, not with the team. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to be able to get down there Friday night. Thank God, because that would be a. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. But leaving Goshen at 6.30 a.m. to cover a basketball game would doesn't rank too high on my list of things I deem desirable no. in this world. No, no, absolutely not. It's part of being a sports writer. I know it is. I'm a very much aware as I went to South Bend last week at 6.30 in the morning for Notre Dame football practice. But, <laughs> you know, two hours and 50 minutes of driving at 6.30 a.m., not the best thing in the world. So uh, shout out to all my beautiful friends in Indianapolis who are letting me stay at their house on Friday night. Yeah. So, and it, like you said, Newcastle is a historic gym. I mean, some of the players that have been there, Steve Alford played right. there. Kent Benson, who starred for the IU teams that won some national titles, mm-hmm. played at Newcastle. So right. there's a lot of history there. Right. So they're the first game on Saturday morning, 10 a.m., and the second game features Delta and Leo. Uh, Delta doesn't have to drive as far as Northwood no. to get to Newcastle. And the winners of those two games come back and play the championship game at 8 o'clock. So I don't know. Uh, you know, obviously, when you look at, like, the rankings and things like that, Norwell is the favorite over Northwood. Uh, Northwood is just a pretty solid team. Like, nothing really stands out, I guess, about them, if that makes sense. But they do a lot of things well. And yeah. that's, that's, you know, it... You know, it almost reminds me kind of of the girls' team in that sense, the Northwood girls' team. Like, they obviously had two six-footers, which helps a lot. But Northwood, they weren't the most flashiest team, the girls' basketball team. Mm -hmm. They just did a lot of things well. They played great defense. You know, they got the ball to their scorers down low. Like, they did everything you're kind of supposed to do to win games. And I think Northwood boys are kind of similar in that regard. Yeah. So. The outcome of that game potentially could hinge on the health of Ben Vincent. Trent Edwards. Trent Trent Edwards, Edwards, yeah. Trent Edwards, the leading scorer for Northwood. He's averaging 15 points a game this year. Uh, He took a pretty nasty fall against Wallasee Saturday. Uh, He kind of landed awkwardly. Looked like he was going to be okay, but then he kind of hit his head a little bit on the the ground. Um, We don't know what the the injury is. Uh, they wouldn't be able to comment officially like what the injury was Saturday or on Monday, but he's day to day. Um, I mean, eyeballing it looked like he had some sort of a concussion like injury. I can't confirm that obviously, but um, yeah, but he was able to stay out there for the whole game. Like he he sat on the bench for the rest of the game. Like they didn't, they didn't take him into the locker room and they, they presented him with the sectional trophy, uh, you know, after they won the, the game. So, you know, it would make you think that maybe he's going to be okay. Like he was able to stay out there and they didn't think being around loud noises and, you know, people and then a mosh of kids running at him after they won the championship, right? They didn't think right. that was too bad for him. So, again, I don't know. Um, if he doesn't play, they are, 
Yeah, it's going to be tough for it's them to win. Battle, it's going to be tough. It's already an uphill battle in in the sense that Norwell is the best team in that in that regional. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of see. You know, they said he's day to day. We won't be able to talk to them. You know, anyone from Northwood really until Saturday morning. So we won't know. Yeah. You know, like on Thursday or Friday if he's like a hundred percent or not. Uh, so should be interesting to monitor though. Hopefully he can play. He's a good player. Um, he'll probably go play college ball somewhere, maybe NAIA level. Is he a senior? He is a senior. Okay. So um, they're going to need guys like Ben Vincent then to step up. Um, Vincent was huge against Wallace C Saturday. He hit three threes in the first 95 seconds of the game. The first one he hit was actually that good. That's good. That's It's not bad. That's not for bad. sure. The first one he hit was actually kind of funny. So, like, he got the ball in the corner and he, like, stood there for what felt like three hours, but it was only like, you know, a second. He got the ball, and like, he was able to like, there was no one, like, no one crashed on him to like guard him. It was weird. It was the weirdest thing. He just got the ball, like, looked around almost, like, is anyone going to defend me? Took a dribble, and then sank the three. Like, it was like shooting a free throw for him. Hmm. And then he made two more, and then in the next minute of the game, uh, you know, Northwood was up 9 nothing in the first 90 seconds, and it was over. It was you know? over. So... Yeah, it should be an interesting game on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night, Saturday morning. Very much not at night. 10 a.m. Yeah. is the opposite of night. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. And one thing about Aaron Wolf, he's he was a longtime JV coach for Doug Ogle down at Warsaw mm-hmm. before he took the Northridge job. And Doug announced last week that this was going to be his last season as the mm-hmm. head boys basketball coach down at Warsaw. And he ended up playing Al Rhodes' Friday night in the semifinals. How, how fitting was that, huh? Who was the the longtime Warsaw boys coach? Poetic, yeah. poetic. It yeah. felt like right. So it would have been almost poetic if Penn had beaten Warsaw in that weird way, where like Al gets yeah. Al gets his protege one more time. But it was also cool to see Ogle beat Rhodes. It was like you know he got his mentor. You know he beat his mentor one more time. I guess yeah. so. Cool stuff there. And no disrespect to our local schools, but. One matchup, some of the people were talking about over there, they would have loved to see, would have been Central Memorial, right, in the final game in the sectional championship game. Right. Since it's the final season for both of the schools mm-hmm. before they merge next year into yeah. one school I, and yeah. become the Elkhart Lions. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Central Memorial girls got to play each other in the opening sectional game. Uh, obviously, the bracket worked out to where it would have only been in Memorial and Central in the final for the boys' side. Yeah, so. Uh, Memorial boys had a solid season. Central was up and down. You saw some of their results come in, and it was like mm-hmm. they lost by thirty to Clay with a beat Warsaw. Like what? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like that makes no sense. Um, but yeah, well, we got Northridge, so that's cool. You know, I mean, we did. It was a bummer for Northridge and and uh, or for and Central actually Memorial. their their sectional title this year comes forty years after they won their first title. Yeah, well, and, and um, I saw on Twitter uh, that. The Northwood boys, it was their, uh, it was the anniversary of the 25th, it was 25th anniversary of their first sectional title right. on Saturday. So March 7th is a good day for uh, Northwood athletics in terms of boys basketball sectional title wins. Yeah. So very specific reason to be happy about March 7th there, but yes. Right. Um, and I, before we go on with any of this, I wanted to get one more uh, a word in about uh, Charlie Oder over at Westview. I know mm-hmm. um, they, first off, when I was seeing the scores on Friday night of their game against Churubusco, I thought it was a typo 
Steve Craw, our correspondent, tweeted out it was 23 to 2. And I'm like, he must have forgot a number, right? Yeah. Like 12 or 22, maybe. Uh, that, I think, was the most jaw-dropping score I saw all week last week on yeah. Twitter. Oh, for sure. Games. And, like, I guess I wasn't... I wouldn't have been totally shocked if Churubusco would beat Westview, but, like, the way they did it in that first quarter was insane. And then for Westview to come back and get within two late in the game and have a chance to win it, you know. Uh, but Westview losing is the end of the high school career for Charlie Yoder. Uh, he finishes with 2,163 career points, 25th all-time in state scoring history. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the all-time leading scorer in basically every category you could think of from this half of the state. County, Westview High School, NECC scoring, like yeah. anything you could think of, he's pretty much leading it. Um, he had a heck of a career. Uh, it's unfortunate to see it end this soon. Um, you know, last year they won a sectional, went to a regional final. His sophomore year they went to semi-state. Eight. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but... And you know what? I've always enjoyed watching him play. I've always enjoyed talking to him. He seems like a nice kid, right? Like, he gets it. He's pretty unselfish, too, as well. I mean, uh, an all-around player as well. Like, the sectional opener, he had 35 points and 20 rebounds. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That that shouldn't be possible. Like, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) I... But you know what Murphy's Law says? If it happens, it's possible. Right, exactly. So... Uh, now, we'll, the next thing to watch with him will be his college decision. Where he, where he decides to go. Yeah. He hasn't he hasn't uh, said anything officially. Um, I've asked him a couple times, just like, you know, what's your plan? And he's like, just going to wait till after the season. Yeah, that's what – when I, I asked Rob Yoder after they played Goshen out here what when Charlie was going to make his announcement, and he said it would be after the season was mm-hmm. over with. Yeah, so we'll see. Now, now that the season's over, probably a little earlier than they wanted to, uh, we'll see where he goes, um, but he's got offers from you know everyone, everything from low Division One to the NAI, the top NAI schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure every school in the area has offered him. So uh, I would think so. Yeah, I you know just hey put out a feeler, you know just see where they're at. But uh, yeah, what a career um, he'll be remembered, you know, forever in this in these parts of the, you know. Uh, state, I almost said country. Well, maybe country too. Technically, it works. Maybe. Yeah. Excuse me, but yeah, uh, he he broke the uh, the single game record, the single season record, right, and the career record of of a player over at Westview who went on to play Division One college basketball, right. So that's a pretty good start, right there, right. And he passed uh, he passed Sean Kemp in points scored. Uh, Pretty famous player, I would say, from the area. Yeah. Nine nine time NBA All Star. We, we should have asked Jim Hahn about him. We could have had Jim back in this week talk about Charlie Yoder yeah. and Sean Kemp. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but heck of a career for Yoder. I wish it was still going on this weekend. Um, they would have played Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian. You just want to go back to North Judson. I love North Judson. They love me there. Are you kidding me? I wrote a column about North Judson and everyone in the town read it. So, like 400 people. It was yeah. great. So, no, it was, it was great stuff. It was great. I, uh, yeah, and the 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 patch the patch patchkeys patchkey the little um, Fat Tuesday thing you get you know you eat Poochkeys? Poochkeys. yeah there's a little shop with the Poochkies in there it's good stuff Sheila agrees Sheila's Sheila's feeling it so uh, yeah so anyway I think that pretty much wraps up kind of the prep basketball talk for yeah. right now we're kind of in a 
in between seasons now until yeah. it gets warm enough they can start playing baseball and softball outside. Well, it was 60 degrees yesterday. Yeah, I think I think girls softball practice started yesterday. They I think did. Baseball has to wait until next week. And in honor of but, its, in honor of practicing starting, it rained all day. So yeah, naturally. And then dropped to 35 degrees. I was going to say, it's supposed to, we're supposed to have rain-snow mix overnight tonight. So. Yep. So we're not quite ready for I, spring sports I, yet. I have joked with uh, baseball coach at Fairfield, uh, Darren Kaufman, numerous times that it will be 25 degrees opening day. Like, their first oh, yeah. game will be 25 degrees. They're going to play Goshen yeah. down at Fairfield. It's going to be 25 degrees. They're going to be wearing their heavy jackets. He keeps on trying to get me to buy a, a hoodie, a Fairfield baseball hoodie, and I told him I can't. That's like, you know, against journalistic, you know, integrity and pride and mm-hmm. morals and rules and things like that. I can't be wearing a Fairfield hoodie. They look like they're nice hoodies. They look warm. I just can't buy one. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the offer, Darren, but I again, I can't. I can't buy it. So, <laughs> so uh, one thing nationally I wanted to – just mentioned briefly here today, and this has to do with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. that the Ivy League announced today that they're canceling their men's and women's postseason basketball tourneys this year mm-hmm. because of the spread of the disease. And I guess, I don't know for sure, I guess they're going to let the, the regular season champions go to the NCAA tourney this year instead. Right. Well, the Ivy League used to do that for years where it would just take the regular season champion. And then right. in the last, I think, five or six years, they've been doing a tournament. I think they were probably one of the last schools to they start did, a tournament. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Yale won the regular season title, so they're going to go to the tournament now. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy, you know, this coronavirus. You've been seeing it affect – a lot of sporting events worldwide, like Italy has basically shut down everything. Uh, China, obviously, is is where it's mostly lo- located at. But now you're kind of starting to see it trickle into the United States. Um, you saw yesterday um, the MLB, NHL, NBA, and Major League Soccer put out a statement saying that no media will be allowed in locker rooms just to stop, you know, or limit the amount of yeah. people, right, you know, in a locker room and together. I think I read somewhere too that if you do have interviews with players, you're gonna have to. The reporters are gonna have to stay six feet away from them. Yeah, something like that. I, you know, how far. That's you know, that's far. You know, six feet's far. Yeah. To do an interview, you know, especially when if you're trying to get the microphone up there and in, into their face. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, it's really interesting. I, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of concern about will this affect March Madness? Will this affect? You know, the hockey playoffs, the NBA playoffs, like what, what is this actually like, what are the big, you know, I think canceling the Ivy League uh, tournament is like, that's the first one to me where I was like, huh, like this is like, maybe like bigger than, you know, it could, like, it's still a big deal. Like, I'm not trying to say it's not a big deal, but like, I guess the fact that we're canceling the Ivy League tournament now is like, it it raises eyebrows for sure. It makes you... Curious. I think the uh, the NCAA and the NHL have do have contingency plans mm-hmm. to play games in front of empty well, stadiums with only well, with not essential and the, with only essential personnel. Mm-hmm. And the San Jose Sharks are kind of facing that right now because the, the county they play in has put an ordinance of like no groups of more than a thousand people are allowed together. And yeah. so the Sharks are like, well, what about our home games? You know, like we're are we supposed to play home games and they, they don't know if they're going to have crowds at their home games or if they're going to have to play their home games somewhere else, potentially all on the road. 
Like that would be, yeah, yeah it's, it's a really interesting uh, dynamic, I guess, going on with this coronavirus. And, you know, you'd rather be safe than sorry. Of course, you don't want it to spread yeah. to everyone. So, um, and I know we've had a couple cases in Indiana reported, uh, one in Noble County just yesterday, Monday. Yeah. So, um, and I know, you know, people have talked about, well, the IHSA, does that affect basketball for the weekend? You know, for me, it would take, a, you know, you'd have to have like a thousand people infected in Indiana to cancel yeah. basketball. Um, yeah. They actually issued a statement on it last week. Uh, I pulled it up right here because I wanted to read about it. They just said, we will continue to monitor the developments and listen to medical experts. And if it becomes necessary to make adjustments to high school sporting events, we will work with our member schools, take every precaution to ensure a healthy and safe environment for everyone involved. So, you know, pretty standard like, hey, we know it exists. If it gets any worse, we will make sure to make the right adjustments. Right. So, and like you said, it would take something pretty major to happen because, right. as it says in the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame's website, in 49 states, it's a sport. <laughs> in Indiana, it's a religion. <laughs> it That's how much is, people so take their basketball. How seriously people in Indiana take basketball. So you're saying is we're more likely to cancel church than we are to cancel <laughs> high school basketball. <laughs> it's probably on the same level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I, you know, I'm still relatively new to the state. I've only lived here for 18 months now. So I want to know what the pecking order is just for my, my notes. Basketball is very high on the pecking order list. That's good to know. That's good to know. So yeah, should be uh, interesting to monitor this coronavirus, you know, obviously with everything worldwide, the Olympics coming up in the summer in Tokyo. So, um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to kind of see what happens next, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, All right, folks. I think that wraps up another edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast, and we'll tune in next week for another episode. <laughs>